Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Don't At Me. This is something that we haven't done before, which I know I've been saying a lot, but I'm really excited because this is our first ever like Bravo centered podcast episode. Um, and as most of you know, Bravo shows since the pandemic have completely consumed my life. And so <laughs> I'm so happy to finally be bringing that on to Don't At Me. Um, and I'm joined today by new co-host, friend of the pod for a long time, Mia Tomins. Hello. Hello, Michael. I'm so honored to be here. And this is... Correct me if I'm wrong, but your first this podcast? This is my first podcast ever. Okay. Hopefully so, not my last. <laughs> hopefully not your last. Start, oh, yes. Um, but today we're going to be talking about season six, mm-hmm. was it? Season six of Summer House, which, wow. Season six, Carl 6.0. It was the hot hub Carl summer. 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> she said hot hub summer in like the first episode. And I was like, if this is like a thing that like she keeps like, saying, That's like, this why is going to, yeah. But I was also like, this is going to get old so fast. Oh, yeah. If she keeps walking around oh, being yeah. like hot hub summer. And it um, <laughs> did. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be talking about Summer House season six. This was for me actually the first, I think, yeah, the first. Yeah. Bravo show that I watched that wasn't a Housewives show. I've seen all the Housewives shows, but this was like my first sort of departure from that. So it was pretty big for me. Was this your first Bravo? This was also your first introduction to Summer House. My first, yeah. So I guess I should preface that mm-hmm. I started watching season six just because I my friends were watching it. And I was like, oh, well, like I'll just check this out. And then I really liked the first episodes. So then I went back from season three. Yes. And then that's what you told yes. me to do. And I went through and watched everything. So I'm like fully, I fully know everything that's happening, yeah. except those first two seasons with Which, the twins yeah, and that random no gay idea. guy, but I don't care. But you. <laughs> so believe it or not, I guess you can say I'm a Bravo novice because this was my first Bravo show ever. And oh, how I got sucked in. You can say I'm currently wearing a Bravo babe hat. Oh God, I have to put mine on. (laughs) Waiting for our Loverboy kickoff event. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. But my friends are obsessed with Summer House. They would talk about it in our group chat all the time. They got together to watch it every single week. And I went this one time, and this is like years of them watching the show. And I always thought it was about older people. I had no idea what it was about. Yeah, like housewives age. Okay. And then I watched one episode, and I was like, wait, I really like this. Yeah. And I immediately, the next day, started from season three, watched season three to season five and and winter house in one week and got caught up to season six by the time the next episode came out so so even if you guys think that we're like summer house newbies and like we shouldn't be talking about this this, this has is literally our first season, consumed but like, our lives we know everything like yeah. we understand everything and this happens. has consumed our lives for the past like what three months yeah so we thought why not just move yeah. this from our text messages to a podcast um i'm also drinking a lover boy right now it's the lemon iced tea flavor which actually i really don't like i know i was gonna say what is your review on Lover i don't Boy? okay so my review on lover boy is that i like the i like the lemon one but i don't love it i've also had the hibiscus peach tea one and mm-hmm. that one's really good and then okay i don't want to hear anyone's opinions on summer house until you've been really on the front lines and spent fifty dollars <laughs> on getting the <laughs> lover boy espresso martinis delivered to your house um but those are actually really see. good those are yeah. really good I guess I'll try one day when yeah. I'm no longer like Lindsay, not sober forever, but sober for now. 
Yeah, I, I guess like, I feel you're really girl. taking after Lindsay Hubbard in this moment. But Gosh, I'll be that. enjoying my, my lover boy. All right, so we're just going to kind of go through the season. At first, we were kind of thinking about going through the reunion and kind of like having our own mini reunion. But we kind of have a good outline. Um, so first, this season kind of starts off with... I'd say, like, when the season started, we were sort of led to believe that the main sort of drama and storyline of the season is Kyle and Amanda's wedding. Yeah, definitely. I think that first trailer that we just watched again centered the season around are Kyle and Amanda going to make it down the aisle, which we all know they did because we all know they got married. But I don't think we knew how rocky it was that summer going in beforehand. Yeah. And how... Paige was literally saying, like, I don't know if, like, you should marry this man, kind of. I mean, that was tea on if Paige actually did say that or not. But I do think that that's what they were hinting at. Would you ever think that Kyle and Amanda sort of went into this? Because, okay, their wedding was booked. Yeah. Like, I know there was a thing with, like, the flower (laughs) and three times. Like, now they're officially were going to do it. It's like, they had probably had to have permits for their parents' backyard. Like, there was no way that they... So I'm kind of like, were they kind of going into the season with, like, a planned storyline? Which I'm not saying I hate because Mm -hmm. it was still interesting, but I'm kind of, like, looking back on it now, I'm like, this felt a little forced. Especially for me, the um, prenup talk, because they would have figured that out much before, two weeks before the wedding. Well, I kind of just think that that's Kyle. Like, that's such the nature of Kyle and Amanda. And on that note of the nature of Kyle and Amanda, it is not not common that they have some bumps in the road every summer. So I wasn't that shocked by yeah. their trials and tribulations, I would say. Um, I don't necessarily think, I think the prenup should have been discussed way beforehand. Yeah. But I think we both know how Kyle and Amanda work and they don't always seem to be, I mean... Sorry, Amanda, but Amanda doesn't necessarily seem to be the most on top of things all the time. So it makes sense that like this was a very stressful summer for them headed into the wedding. Yeah. And Kyle's Kyle's on top of things like in a different way. Like Kyle's just so business wise. He's so married to Loverboy before Amanda. (laughs) Poor Amanda. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. I just feel like they but then I I forget what I was watching or I was listening to something, but they were talking about how they went to see like a relationship therapist and that person said that they both look at love and relationships as a business yeah, and transactional so it's yeah so it's kind of like i guess in that sense like since i don't think like people are like should they be working together if they're in a relationship i think they do since they look at their relationship yeah. in the same way as they do their business yeah totally and uh, i mean if that makes sense for them then all kudos to them i think mm-hmm. I think that's a very, it makes sense that they look at it that way because you can just tell from how they handle things. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Wait, remember when, I have this in my notes, when Kyle didn't get anything for Amanda for her birthday? Oh my God. (laughs) Like that's just a prime example of like, I think he means well, but at times like things could just be forgotten or like not planned or. You know, and it's just like you, I really like Kyle. Actually, when I first started watching this season, I was like, I don't don't like this guy. But as the season went on, I do feel like 
Kyle is in certain ways like the backbone of the show. It's like Kyle, Carl, and Lindsay are definitely like yeah. the main parts of Summer House. Mm-hmm. And so I think that like Kyle just like sort of grew on me and I'm like Kyle is like this dad figure in the house Kyle has completely grown on me I did not like him at all when I first started watching and now I'm like okay I actually I don't know if I would go as far to say that I love him but But I like him I like him yeah I definitely like him he's definitely grown on me he um I think has grown on the public in general yeah definitely yeah I just think watching him grow and watching him age especially like Look at this birthday compared to all of his last birthdays. I mean, the speech mm-hmm. didn't go too well yeah. <laughs> at his birthday, <laughs> but no one's perfect. Yeah. But I mean, just look at how much he's grown throughout the seasons. I think, you know, props yeah, to Kyle. He, he definitely has. And now he's growing a mullet. So we'll see oh how gosh. that goes this summer. Um, but also this season, we had some new members of the house. So we have... Andrea, who we met during... My sweet, sweet Andrea. How I love you. Yeah, we met Andrea during Winter House. I like Andrea. I I am such an Andrea fan. The entire season, I was so team Andrea with He never did anything, like, bad. No. No. He had, like, some... A little bit of an ugly moment, I think. But we'll get into that. But I think that, like, overall, like, Andre's just, like, a good guy. When he didn't take his sunglasses off for the last half of the season. (laughs) Did he? I don't even realize I think he was just so upset about Lexi and crying. I mean, Uh, I don't know the exact reason why he wasn't. But, like, prom, he wore his sunglasses the whole time. The last couple episodes, he did not take. always crying. I think since the Italian dinner, he did not take his sunglasses off. He just has a heart of gold. What can we say about Andrea? No, Andrea is seriously, I think, one of the sweetest person people that I've ever I've ever watched on television huh. and I like should I marry an Italian now like is that should you marry I, Andrea I Andrea if you're listening I'm he available. liked your Instagram he post he did like so. my Instagram so I'm already planting the <laughs> so seeds he's, yeah he's already caught like you've already caught his eye but so starting off in the beginning of the season Paige and Andrea were coming off of a very hot and heavy winter <laughs> romance and Paige who, if you have not watched Summer House, has been on the show since season three, was on Winter House. Um, Paige was conflicted in the beginning of the season. Between she was. Our sweet, lovely Andrea and Southern Charms Craig. All right, let's get into this. Let's, get, let's do it. I think you and I have like kind of opposing oh, views completely. on Paige. Completely. And so, actually... It's not totally posing. I started the season like not really having them because another thing about Winter House, I mean Summer House this year is there were so many people in the house. There were so many that I didn't know who some people were. I like I obviously knew who Paige was, but I think it was like the second or third episode, and like suddenly Luke was there, and like at that point I hadn't (laughs) seen anyone. So I was like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, like I was just like, who are these people? Talking about making maple syrup. (laughs) Yeah, like that was all I knew Luke to be until I watched before. And then I saw like all the mess that came before it. But there were so many people. (laughs) Not getting into that. (laughs) Not getting into that. But okay, Paige. Okay. I want to like Paige. But it's just like I liked her. Then I really didn't like her. During had a rocky season. I'm not going to lie. She had a bad season, I thought. Yeah, like that reunion did not go well for Paige. Yeah. Okay, I'm happy you're admitting. So no, say I, okay, so I have thought for so many days trying to put this together as to why I love Paige DeSorbo. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, 
I mean, she comes off friendly. She comes off sweet, but you can definitely tell like she has some sass. She's like, I don't know, like a little like edgy a little bit, I guess, you know, like she's got an attitude a little bit when she people call her have called her selfish in the past. Like she has a lot of personality traits, I guess. But I think why I'm so drawn to her is because like one fashion undeniable queen and i always just think i liked how she like wasn't necessarily in like the Lindsay and them group so that kind of gave a new perspective to the show a little bit when Paige came on and i mean she's just like a bitch that i love so much and she's like a bitch that I can't stand sometimes. I know, <laughs> like I'm just, I know. Okay, so those who have watched Real Housewives of New York, I know you haven't, Mia, but like yeah. those who have watched it, Paige is Bethany Frankel to me because she started out as like this young, like yeah. funny, relatable person. And like she was sort of like the audience's cast member. Like she yeah. was speaking to the audience almost from like an outside point of view. And it was just very relatable. That's what I was, like, trying to say, is that she was so relatable. Yeah. But then for me, personally, as the years went on, and I don't want to say it's because she got more famous, because I don't think that's the reason, but that's what happened with Bethany. But Mm -hmm. I think that Paige is just, like, she's so wrapped up in herself now, in the point where I'm just, like, I can't even care about you, and I can't stand her. And also because she is such that type of reality television viewer that was like key in the beginning to making us like relate to her i feel like she's sort of used too much and she's sort of flown too close to the sun with that and now she's like a producer and like she's trying to like produce television too much we'll get into the sierra stuff that's where i thought she was really guilty Mm -hmm. um and a little bit with andrea but i just like was so turned off by her for like basically like the middle of the season and yeah. then at the end i kind of liked her again and then the reunion i thought she just like totally tanked it was like very hard to support Paige in some moments of the season yeah. but i respect your opinion on her completely i respect I yours literally too can't explain why i love her so much i just do well maybe that's how i feel about Lindsay. i know when you were talking i was like can you not say the same thing about Lindsay?" 100 percent. okay yes yeah, so i guess that is like i just i don't want to get too much like that oprah meme when she's like she's the mother i've never had but like (laughs) i just feel such a strong connection to Lindsay. like just the way she's so like passionate Mm -hmm. about and like Lindsay also definitely has a little bit of reality television producer inside of her like i think she definitely understands the way Mm -hmm. that the show works and how to carry on like a storyline in a season-long arc but at the same time i think it comes a little she carries it out in a more natural way and i don't think Paige does I just, like, think she, obviously, she loves attention, and she loves, like, boys. Yeah. But we're, I mean, should we just get into this? Should we get into this? Let's finish Paige. So, Paige Paige inevitably ended up choosing Team Craig. And I have grown to love them as a couple. I do, too. I really like them as a couple. I like them together. I think... Um, I think they balance each other out well, honestly, but I was sad for Andrea in the moment. However, 
as they both said, it's worked out for all of them yeah. with Andrea's new girl, Lexi. Um, um, in the beginning, when that whole Christian Cavallari thing was yes. happening, do you think that Craig kind of was enjoying that a little bit and was like playing into it? Well, the question that they asked on the reunion, do you think Craig lied when he told Paige that, or he didn't tell Paige, but Austin. That she am, am I? Yeah. I like the whole thing this is honestly to fuzzy to me. Yeah. Like I don't fully think I have like a grasp on it. So what happened is that in the season, Lindsay came to Paige, right? Saying yeah. that, because there were these rumors on Dumois that. Also love how Dumois is like kind of I know. a minor character <laughs> on Summer House. It's literally like Lady Whistledown yeah. on <laughs> Summer House. Um, but she came to Paige saying that she talked to Austin because the rumor was on Dumois, did Kristen hook up with Austin or Craig? And Austin said Craig. And Lindsay told Paige that. So Paige went to Craig saying, is this true? Craig like didn't deny it, said, I have someone in, was it Charleston? Charleston, yeah. yeah. To hook up with. Applying that it was her. Yes. And also loved was, how Kristen Cavallari's last name was always blurred out because she wanted <laughs> nothing to do with Summer so, House. Sh- so I guess Kristen denied the rumor okay. saying that she never hooked up with Craig. And I was listening to this podcast and they were like, Kristen would never want her name associated with yeah. Craig. Like she's so out of his league and all this. But I don't think so. Did it look good for Craig if he hooked up with Kristen? That's what people were talking about, kind of. I think... I don't know. I I just think that Craig enjoyed it. Like, I don't think when he was like, I have someone else to hook up with. I don't think he did. Like, I think they Mm -hmm. maybe hooked up once, but then he just kind of enjoyed letting it play Yeah, it's not like they were hooking up. Yeah. Because she's so out of his league. Yeah. To the point where it's like, okay, that's kind of impressive that Craig hooked Mm -hmm. up with her. So I can see why he was kind of like spilling that along. But what annoyed me is that, okay, Craig does this. And then the second page tells him that she made out with Andrea at the bondage party he calls her saying, I can't come back to the house. I don't like that. And then, but then that kind of led to like their ex- being yeah. exclusive. So. Well, and did we talk about how Craig was doing some type of interview or something? And he was like, actually really pissed about Summer House. And he was saying like, we got a really bad edit. And he okay. was like, Paige wouldn't be with me if I actually treated her the way that they showed on Summer House. Okay. That's really interesting. I kind of don't. I mean, like, I kind of hate when people blame things on the edit. I think that you can have a good edit, but I don't think you can have a bad edit. Because I think, think, like, Danielle had a good edit this season. I was just going to say that. I think there was tea because um, Robert and Danielle had such a good edit. Yeah. And, like, wait, I wrote this down in my notes, but what was I going to say? Was it the whole thing with them breaking up and people claiming that they were breaking up? I'm sure they fought, but they just, like, never showed it. I said, is Paige butthurt that Robert and Danielle got such a good edit? And, like, did that kind of come out during the reunion? One hundred, I think so, 100%. I think... Like, that's why it's, like, you can blame things on having a good edit because they're not showing the bad things, but a bad edit, like, yeah, Craig could have been better to her, but, like, Mm -hmm. he still made those decisions. And, like, what happened happened. Yeah, I mean, it worked out for all of them, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, and, like, we knew there were good moments, too. Like, you could, like, when he came to prom, like... That was was cute, I'll admit. Want to know what really irked me about Paige this season? It was just one thing that she said... 
Remember when she was at her apartment with Craig and she was like, and I know she was nervous to ask, so I get that. But she was like, I think it's so loserish when girls do this and like ask a guy, like, what are we? Like, that's not loserish at all to do. Yeah, that's just like actually being someone who knows what they want. Exactly. Which I, I don't like, think Paige, Paige like, is good. Paige comes from a very like, we saw this in her first mm-hmm. season. Like, she comes from a very like conservative, like yes, Italian. Yes. Like, she wants to be courted by a man. Yes. And so. I think she's kind of immersed herself mm-hmm. in a culture and like a group of people, like a social yeah. circle that is not like that. Yeah. And so I think she needs to like get over it. But like her ego kind of doesn't let her. She's got a big ego. She's got a huge ego. Maybe that's why I don't like her. But Lindsay also does. Yeah, but it's in different ways. They they show it in different ways, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, and that also goes with Paige and Andrea. Remember when they were at the winery and Paige got really mad at Andrea because he admitted that he had a girlfriend. Bullshit. You think it was bullshit on Andrea's part? No, I think it was kind of bullshit on Paige's part that she got mad because she was acting as if the second Craig said he would want to be exclusive, that she wouldn't drop everything and be like, okay, yes. Yeah. Because I think what happened is that Craig didn't want to be exclusive right away, so she kept, like, flirting with Andrea. But if he said when she had that conversation in his apartment when he was like, oh, it'll just, you know, there will be a time where it will be inappropriate for for us to hook up with other people. She was looking to for him to say we're exclusive in that moment. Yeah. So it's not like Paige was so hurt when she was flirting with Andrea all summer because I think if Craig would have said, listen, I want to be exclusive with you, she would have. And I think it's also part of Paige's like storyline brain where it's like she didn't want when Andrea was like, oh, I had this other girl in the beginning of the summer. She didn't want Andrea to say that because she maybe this is just me like kind of like totally like disliking Paige and like kind of assuming the worst. But it's like she liked having the storyline of two guys wanting to be with her and like there's no one else and they only want her and like andrea was kind of like doing away with that and i think she got pissed about that that's very interesting yeah and i see where you're coming from yeah all right but that's the page that's the page i mean okay so into this other drama oh we haven't even talked about carl yet no we have not talked about carl honestly 6.0. there's nothing i think to really say about carl no, i love him the but. only thing i have to say is that i rewatched the first episode and he totally went into the season like i'm ready to start dating again like the first time they all sat down together in the family room when like maya first came and whatnot and they were all talking he's like yeah i'm ready to start dating again and i'm like you're obviously not buddy or at least maybe yeah. just not with Mackenzie. i know I, I loved how he would always just like wake up at 5 a.m and That's go for a run literally what i aspired to do but even it'd make me want to i was literally telling you i'd want to die if i lived in a house with carl i know you did i'm like no i'd be up there doing push-ups oh my with god carl. the way he just like wakes up every morning is like hello sierra how are you today it's just I like know. It's so i would be like hungover and annoyed at him i know i totally get that but i i mean i like carl i think he just kind of had like not much of a season which is i think a lot yeah. of people's criticism of him at the reunion because he was kind of fighting Lindsay's yeah like battles. if you didn't have opinions back then then why do you have opinions now yeah it's kind of the whole thing but like over carl had a good season carl i thought a good season. he showed a lot of growth oh my gosh Carl's glow up. He is the sexiest. Yeah, he he looks better than he ever has. Alive, Uh, sexiest man on Bravo. Sexiest man on Bravo. Didn't he win that this season? 
I think Lindsay was really trying to like campaign for him to win that. Speaking of campaigning, Lindsay's up for MTV's. I know I voted for her. So did I. <laughs> really? Okay. I was kind of between <laughs> her and Teresa Judas. But... Okay. I I only have a couple times, but I definitely, I've been keeping up with it because that would be so amazing. Um, but okay. So for those who didn't watch Winter House, there was kind of a little bit of drama there because Lindsay went into Winter House, which happened six months before Summer House was filmed and basically sort of was assuming that she was going to date Austin and this was they had never been single before at the same time she's like this has never worked out better like this is perfect they were gonna yeah like they were gonna go into summer winter house sorry winter house Mm -hmm. and like totally fall in love and it was gonna be this moment and like Austin did it she tells Austin that (laughs) she goes I am in love with you (laughs) (laughs) that's just like stuff that she does like that is why I'm like I love Lindsay Hubbard so much (laughs) I totally get that but like I don't know, telling someone that you're in love with them is kind of like a big deal. And I feel like it's it wasn't something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it wasn't talked about enough. Like, but yeah, it was crazy. I mean, that was back at Winter House. But yeah. so basically, he kind of dubs her in Winter House because he likes Sierra. And then, like, he and Sierra kind of leave off on like an unknown spot after Winter House. Um, and so Lindsay goes in to Summer House to her birthday weekend. Birthday weekend. Okay, well, also. We didn't really talk about Lindsay's miscarriage, which I think was kind of, maybe we'll get into this later, but like weaponized against her a little too much. Did you like catch on that? I did, yes. I think Kyle said it once and then two people said it at the reunion. reunion, And I was like, why is this a thing that only people other than Lindsay are like using as a weapon? Okay, so just for context, um, after Austin rejected Lindsay, Mm -hmm. Lindsay found a sweet sweet man named jason in vermont i liked jason loved jason my first note for this podcast is justice for jason because i don't know where you are what do you think happened to him i don't know they were just kind of like iced out after the miscarriage i i think it's i don't know if they were iced out but it definitely looks like they fell out of touch at least yeah um so Lindsay ended up having a miscarriage with jason from winter house and went into the summer with only telling danielle And there was this kind of first dinner where there was kind of this fight where Lindsay, everyone was talking about their relationship status and if they're single. And Lindsay got put on the spot and got really, really angry saying, why am I on the spot here? Blah, 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 blah. Um, Actually, the season started off with a huge fight between Carl and Lindsay, which later gets explained when Lindsay tells him. That was hilarious. When she's like, so it's this thing called dating, and they put like the laser eyes on her. I was like, oh my God. I know. And it's just crazy to think that that's how Lindsay and Carl started the summer. Um, So Lindsay, after this dinner where she got very angry and was just not open about her dating life and whatnot, told Carl, and this was what the viewers saw, that she had a miscarriage, like, a couple weeks before. It was very recent. Yeah. The show started filming, and this is Summer House that we're talking about. So, throughout the season, or I guess what happens after that is that Lindsay then declared that she wanted a 
quote a hot hub summer this is and correct me if i'm wrong this was my understanding of it so this thing happened to her her miscarriage she was like you know what i'm just gonna go out i'm gonna date a bunch of people she said i'm gonna date as many people as i can go to sleep in a bed with with a guy guy. (laughs) she slept in a bed with a guy many times (laughs) and i think people were concerned that after like amanda for instance after this traumatic thing happens to you that that's your kind of response to it and i think people were very concerned about that because that's not like the traditional way to respond to something like a miscarriage i guess is go out and date a bunch of people like that's the exact way that Lindsay hubbard would respond to it yes and it's not the traditional way but it's Lindsay's way and like if it works for her and that's how she's getting through it then okay but a lot of people or amanda during the season and then kyle during the season called it out were concerned for Lindsay and her behavior during the summer which we will get further into and i also think it's like why is it always Lindsay's behavior is like fair game just for everyone to comment on? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you yeah. like did you pick up on that or was yeah. that just me being like defensive for her? Or is that like kind of how the show works a little bit? Everyone comments on everyone's behavior. I, I just do feel like think it happens more to Lindsay. I I do agree. I don't know what it is. I think it's just because she's so out there. And she's so outspoke. I was just Yeah, like she just is. But then it's like the whole thing with the miscarriage. And then there's just like other things where I feel like everyone always comes for Lindsay on things. And it's like. Everyone's always got something to say. Someone. Yeah. Yeah. But. Okay. So basically, I guess, did we ever finish this part of Winter House where they go into Summer House? No. Both Mm -hmm. kind of. Lindsay was like still shut out by Austin, but I, I guess still thought she maybe had a chance this summer. Yeah. Because for Lindsay's birthday weekend, she invites Austin to the summer house. Mm -hmm. And basically, I guess Austin and Sierra, like, never really, like, finished what they started. Like, when you think of it, and, like, I've had vacations where, like, I hook up with people, and it's like, okay, like, that was a vacation thing. You hook up one more time because they saw each other in Charleston. So, like, that's, like, still, like, I don't think there's a lot of ground to be, like he's mine there was i thought there was no ground yeah personally okay i don't think so sierra was mad at Lindsay for assuming that when austin came, austin came for Lindsay's birthday weekend mm-hmm. the reason he was coming was Lindsay's birthday weekend that Lindsay was automatically assuming that like craig was just gonna like sorry i still get that mixed up (laughs) that austin was going to just stay like in Lindsay's bed with Lindsay, and i think that that was the first that was like the first okay Lindsay and sierra are not like sitting around having conversations about austin no like they never talked about it they never talked about it actually before austin came sierra confronted Lindsay, saying like listen is there something i should know about Lindsay?" said no Lindsay said that or Sierra said that? Lindsay said no. Oh, so yeah. She's like, you know everything there is to know. I guess maybe she didn't say there was nothing to worry about, but she was saying, did anything happen between you and Austin? And Lindsay said no. Like, you know everything. Okay. When Lindsay invited Austin, I think it did cross her mind, but I don't think she was worrying about it. Lindsay? Yeah. Like, do you think when she invited Austin, she knew it was going to cross this much? 
I don't think she knew it was going to cause this much drama. I don't think she was thinking about Sierra. Or if she did, she didn't really give a fuck. Yeah, I think she thought about it but didn't care. Yeah. Because the the recurring question was, did Lindsay do all this with malintent towards Sierra? And Lindsay can say she didn't, but everyone's argument is listen you're living in this house with someone who's going to be affected by this like you should kind of act like you care a little bit more but Lindsay just did not she was having her birthday hot hub summer that was kind of like her ground that she stood on it's my birthday i can do what i want i'm gonna have fun yeah all this all that jazz (laughs) At first, okay, so I had actually watched this episode before I had seen Winter House. Okay. My thoughts on it kind of changed at first. Like, I thought that Sierra's reaction was a little bit more warranted in the beginning, just, like, being kind of annoyed by it. Um, but at the same time, I think it's also, like, Lindsay maybe wanted a little bit of retaliation. Yeah, I think there Winter was House. definitely some resentment after Vermont. Um, and I think, like, from Lindsay's point of view, you know, like, this guy... Austin wants Sierra, but now he wants me. Like, that's, you know, that will hurt someone. Yeah. (laughs) And, but I think, you know, it obviously makes Lindsay feel good. So she's not going to, she's not going to turn away someone who wants her because of Sierra when they're not even that close to begin with. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing is that they're not close. Yeah. And so Sierra being so mad about it, it's just kind of like, I don't know. Maybe I don't have as much to say about it because well, also it's also this is Austin that we're talking yes, about. Yes, so who's the worst? The absolute worst. So Austin and Lindsay ended up making out at Lindsay's birthday party with Sierra in the vicinity, but they didn't sleep yes. together. They just made out um, during that birthday party. Sierra was like really wanting to talk to Austin, and I just don't think like that was the right time or place. Sierra, like Austin, is so drunk. Yeah. No one wants to have a com- the what are we conversation at a summer house party. Um, and I just think she just kept pushing for it. And it was just not going well for Sierra at all. Um, but I mean, like, as Andy said, how do we move forward from here? There is so much drama to still unpack. We have the whole Italian dinner oh to get through. Okay, we should get into that now. So basically, the tensions kind of boil over and the weekend after the weekend after so this is kind of stewing for a week austin i don't even want to talk about that just because it like he leaves the house kind of in disgrace (laughs) and like we don't really ever want to hear from him ever again we get to this italian dinner and before the dinner Paige is like really Mm -hmm. hyping up sierra yeah and it was kind of like which i think you know she could have done in a different way she said like you need to go off on this bitch yeah and i think that's yeah i think that's where Paige really did herself in like there's one thing supporting your friend there's another thing like kind of putting another girl down yeah 100 percent. in my opinion and it's kind of like this is actually when Paige completely just like kind of lost me forever i totally um she said that and it's obviously Paige obviously just has some sort of resentment towards Lindsay. Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's just kind of like, I just don't think she likes clashing her. egos and she doesn't yeah. like her. I think Paige is honestly kind of a little jealous of Lindsay because Lindsay is able to be a lot more like effortless mm-hmm. when she's partying in a way that Paige isn't. Um, 
But the way we're at this dinner. Well, what we didn't find out about before the dinner until the reunion is that I don't know when this happened. I guess I don't know when they went to Montauk. But at the reunion, we found out that Lindsay was telling people that her and Austin slept in the bed a bed together naked which it's like why did they wait to tell us that until the reunion like that there was so much unseen footage that would have been a little bit helpful Um, it's like what um so stupid but sierra like starts off talking to Lindsay about the situation and then essentially makes the entire conversation an attack on Lindsay's character which is it got really out of hand it got so out of hand people i don't know people thought that Lindsay was like laughing during it i i think that Lindsay just doesn't know how to respond to things and she's also drunk she was like smirking yeah Yeah. and that's what sierra said she was like she had that smug ass look on yeah and i was just i don't i don't think that that was like i don't think it was a smug yeah i don't think it was a smug it was like what's going on she was like what's going on and also like why is this happening yeah like why is this happening um, but throughout all of that, I looked over at Paige and she had the biggest, biggest smile. smile on her face to the point where I was like, you might as well just look at the camera right now and like, give it yeah. a wink. Like that was so obviously yeah, like that, that her just acting for the way. camera. And I was like, you have just totally lost me forever. Like, I don't think I'll ever like Paige. I think that like she, it was just that bothered me so much. Mm-hmm. And to for her to make Sierra, to hype Sierra, I like Sierra too. Yeah. For her to like rile Sierra up to that point to where Sierra was basically seen as the villain of this yeah. season for throwing the wine glass. Which, I blame Paige for all of that. Okay. Paige was enjoying it all too much. I, I 100% blame Paige. Okay. 100%. I, you know, if I, if I was Sierra... And I, like, had my best friend next to me. I wouldn't want them to act the way Paige acted during that And fight. vice versa. I wouldn't... Yeah. I feel like Paige would be like, okay, calm down. Like, now if you're throwing wine... That's why I was thinking, like, maybe the only reason she was smiling is because she was like, oh my gosh, like, my friend is embarrassing herself. But I guess that's not... That doesn't call for a smile. <laughs> but... Oh, no. Anyway, so... Maybe it's just because I also don't like Paige. So I'm yeah. Worse. But, no, you're probably right. At the Italian dinner... So Sierra and Danielle were sitting across from each other and Danielle got involved because Sierra said that her and Lindsay were both disregarding Sierra throughout the whole summer and being very, very dismissive, which would have been helpful to see more of on camera because I guess we just don't really know what she means by that because... When Michael and I were on Watch What Happens Live, we uh, asked stuck with Sierra. I yeah, ask we asked Sierra what she meant when she said that Lindsay or Danielle disregarded her on other levels. Should we drop in the audio of that right now? <laughs> yes. Okay, this is what she said. Mia and Michael from Connecticut, what's your question for Sierra? What exactly did you mean when you told Danielle that she disregarded you on other levels before the White House? So, off camera. Yeah. So, we all know what was happening. 
when they rolled something back at the reunion of there was like footage of Sierra talking to Lindsay and like Sierra asking Lindsay questions and stuff. I did understand what Sierra was saying more than when I was watching the season, but it's still unclear. So Danielle gets involved. Sierra ends up throwing wine and a wine glass at Sierra or at Danielle, which then ended the Italian. <laughs> Poor Andrea. No, Andrea just wanted to have a nice night of culture. And ended up crying out of heartbreak. Oh, God. I mean, but at the same time, it's like Lindsay also didn't take that night well either. No. Like, remember when Sierra's like, Lindsay, can we talk? And she's like, no, I don't want to do that right now. Which, I mean, that was kind yeah. of her prerogative, especially because, yeah. like, it could have just turned into another moment when they were all, they were all drinking, too. Yeah. So it could have turned into another moment where Sierra was just yelling at her again. Yeah. But... I don't know. This night, I hate that Sierra threw the wine glass. I hate that Sierra threw the wine glass. I hate that Sierra felt like she had to talk to Lindsay at this nice group event to get Lindsay's attention. Like, I don't know if that's how I would approach something. You know, bring up something in a group so that they can be aware of their actions. I think she wanted to embarrass her and she wanted she to call too. her out, which was also I think Paige, ultimately what she Paige wanted to call her out, but I just don't think that it was it was kind of just like a misfire, yeah, in my opinion. Really, like Sierra really Sierra has been so great on Summerhouse season Sierra. five. Yeah. You know, I think the Austin drama just really really kicked her down a few it's like <laughs> This is another thing with, like, egos on this show. It's, like, they all have such big egos that they can't just, like, look back and laugh at it and be like, oh, my God, that was so dumb. We were fighting over Austin. Yes. Instead, they, like, Sierra still couldn't own up to it. No. Like, literally could not. And, like, it's just, like, come on. get Like, it was so immature. Yeah. And that was another thing with Paige. During the reunion, Paige was not looking at Lindsay once. And I was just, like, what did, like, what happened with you two that, like, they ended on good terms. I I still don't understand why Paige was so mad at Lindsay. Well, I think Paige, I don't know if Paige was mad at Lindsay. I think Paige felt very on the spot because once Paige's confessionals come out, people get mad. Paige only shows up in confessionals. Yeah. Like, even before, like, that was, like, kind of something that turned bad where it was, like, before her confessionals were, like, the fun part of Paige, and now it's kind of, like, she doesn't do anything all season and suddenly like you're showing up to the reunion so angry for no reason. Like she she only shows up during confessionals and reunions. Yeah. So where do we leave off with this? Well, to let <laughs> where do we the go from here? Know, um, at the reunion, it was spilled that Sierra because Sierra was like, I'm done with Austin. I was so disregarded this entire weekend of Lindsay's birthday. I'm like so done. And then she hooks up with him again and says the same she thing that so never, low. I know, she says never fucking again. And I'm like, that's what you said the first time, honey. She said she didn't have feelings for him. Maybe it's true this time. Give her the benefit of the doubt. But I'm saying she said it before. So that was another thing, too, with like the age difference that you and I had spoken about. Yeah. It's kind of like we'll get into that. Well, yeah, we can talk about it now. It's like Lindsay and Sierra are 10 years apart. Which is like, they handle things differently. They would never be friends in real life, yeah. if we're being honest. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and that's another thing with like Kyle too. Like, remember when they were at that restaurant all drinking espresso martinis and Kyle got so mad before the wedding. He's like, you're all talking about your prom yeah. outfits. I'm dealing, I'm dealing with, with something. A little yeah. more substantial. 
financial shit. And it's just like, okay, yeah, that's because you're literally 40 years old and you're in the house of 25 year olds. Like, yeah, no wonder. It's kind of like, no wonder your stuff is more important because you're dealing with like investments and loans with like your yeah. business and like with lawsuits which is like you're in debt yeah and it's just kind of like i don't know if i care about that as no. on su- i don't care about that on summer house yeah. i want summer house to be prom outfit drama Absolutely. which i think wait so never mind okay <laughs> um i guess this also leads in, into our question well, but, like just what? like where do we so Aus- or Sierra and Lindsay still are not on. I don't are even they know where they are. Terms? They're not, they're on nothing. I think that's still. the thing about this reunion that people were saying is that like nothing got resolved. No. Like we still don't know where we stand. Yeah, I think it's just gonna kind of mm-hmm. bleed into the summer. I don't think they're gonna come to any resolution. I think they're just not meant to be friends, yeah. and they never will be. Yeah, and it's just like this divide in the house. It's just so awkward. It's like, yes, what's the dynamic. Gonna well, that be was going also forward? with Paige at the reunion. She's yeah. like, I never felt welcome in the house between Lindsay and Danielle. We're so clicky, and, and it's like, like what do you? New. A, this is new. <laughs> B, you didn't leave your bed all summer. Talk about clicky. You like <laughs> laid in bed all summer with they Sarah. Literally, and Maya. like season four, called themselves. The the click that no like, one could enter like i don't know what you're talking I don't, about yeah Paige. i don't i don't support that statement um speaking of maya i think we uh, want to touch on her which MVP how much we love i say mvp of the season i absolutely second that. i want to try her cookies they look oh my gosh wait when we move to the city i'm getting them i didn't i don't think she like does it anymore no does she, she had a, she sometimes has drops i see them on Instagram. okay so we, we have to buy that i also think maya looked the best at the reunion that pink she outfit, did like, she looked on. the best and also she came off the best because i yeah. feel like she was even when she was speaking about conversations that didn't involve her it was like constructive and welcome whereas yes. other people were just like yelling and very like neutral almost yeah i like maya mm-hmm. i also think that like we'll we'll get into like this um that whole race conversation yes. that she had at the beginning of the season was amazing like, like excellent one of the best race conversations to ever happen on television I think. yes and for me personally coming off of those again i'm referencing housewives those who watched this past season of housewives of new york every conversation that was about race was horrible and i mean even look embarrassing at and sutton awkward and crystal. sutton and crystal yeah last season it's just like people don't and like sutton and crystal have made up but like mm-hmm. it's just like she handled it so well and everyone else handled it yeah. so well but it, it was just like like great on everyone like yeah, I, I think mean, they just think did such a good job she's really brave for yeah. doing this she didn't know anyone coming into the house she said her and Paige were friends through new york but i don't really know how close they were going into yeah. this and basically what happened is that I guess Andrea kept calling Maya the wrong name. Unfortunately, there were comments at parties, but they basically sat, Maya and Sierra sat the house down. Maya kind of led the charge of talking about the black experience in the Hamptons. And um, also time to mention our lovely Alex, new oh, member Alex. Talk about so, Alex. Sorry, Alex. We actually wanted him on the podcast. We, yeah, I would have been down to talk to Alex. He could have so cleared down. up the rumors about where he went for half the season. It, we'll never know. Yeah. But they sat the house down to have this conversation about, you know, what it's like to be person of color in the Hamptons. And it went incredibly well. Yeah. It was a very open and honest conversation that kind of like 
turned the season around for Maya. I think it was like headed in a really like upsetting path for her, but like yeah. she took that into her own hands yeah. and she totally like made it better for her. And herself. it was something that unfortunately no one else was going to realize. Yeah. And so it's like it's not like she would have been like totally like in a neg- like she just like mm-hmm. enjoyed herself yeah. more after that. And so I think totally loved Maya. Mm-hmm. And, and like I, I can't wait to it. see what she does next season. Like Me she too. had a good first season and now I'm ready for her to like Me too. get into it a little more the next season. I know, see where her and Oliver are. I really lo- Okay, this is going into next season. I'm mm-hmm. moving on. No one is single anymore. It's going to be so yeah. boring. I mean, I'm really interested to see Lindsay and Carl dynamic. Should we get into this? We don't have much time, but Lindsay and Carl are dating now. Happened after the show, pretty much. Not only are they dating, they are planning to move in and possibly buy a house together. Like in the Hamptons? She said maybe. So are they just going to start their own summer? Like... This is why I'm just like, okay, we have Kyle and Amanda married. Yes. Lindsay and Carl together. Yes. Paige and Craig. Craig are together. Maya is with Oliver. Andrea is with Lexi. Who knows where Luke is? Okay, so I'm going to say Luke. Luke? I like Luke. We don't need to see him next season. <laughs> I, think, I think we I think fire they, Luke. I think they're going to bring him back. I think. Oh, you like, do? I think he's a character on the show. I mean, I don't think he added much to the season besides a great like slap in the face to us not an actual slap in the face but slap in the face slapped back yeah (laughs) with that maple syrup comment (laughs) poor luke but you know he stuck up for basically all women (laughs) at one point that was pretty surprising too that he was able to stick up for women because he didn't show any signs of that in the past but yeah basically everyone's in a relationship robert and danielle robert and danielle i don't know i just don't want to see a bunch of people who are in relationships i want to yeah. see people like well, single and hooking up and having fun and getting drunk and being messy and i like so that's why i'm like fire luke unfortunately i don't think alex is coming back i want to say that like maybe we'll get we'll definitely get more maya and like maybe she and oliver have broken up mm-hmm. But I think they're still, like, pretty strong or they're still figuring it out. Well, my question for you is, are Lindsay and Carl moving too fast? No. Okay. Do you think that? I don't know. I don't know the dynamics of their relationship. I feel like I can't comment on it. I haven't seen it yet, which I'm kind of mad that they're not in Winter House. We can't. Mm. Like, they haven't even filmed Summer House yet, which is crazy. They must be gearing up soon. I wonder if they're going to get married. I think they will. I think they're going to stay together forever, but I kind of think they're meant to be. Like, I actually really like them as a couple, which I didn't expect to. I mean, I think after hearing that she went sober to support him, and I mean, like... Which, I mean, she's saying that now. I'm sure the moment she walks into Summer House this summer, (laughs) she's going to be opening a lover boy, but... (laughs) Rosé all day! Yeah. But we'll see. I mean... I mean, this summer should be pretty... We yeah. haven't really heard anything about Winter House. Or, no, we haven't heard anything about we Winter House. We haven't heard it, really. anything about Summer House. Stay so, tuned, stay folks. Stay tuned, I guess. Yeah. But overall, great season of, like, top oh, tier Summer House Fabulous. Season. I would like a few less people in the house. Maybe we can, like... Okay, maybe we, like, make Luke a friend of. Like, remember yeah. when Danielle was only there on certain... Yeah, some, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, That was, like, probably why it was so confusing with some of the drama, too. Because it's, like... We don't, like, mm-hmm. there's so many people to keep track of. Yeah. I feel like there used to be, like, one or two storylines happening at once, and now it's, like, mm-hmm. I have everything is intertwined. 
I have to give a, frou- a shout out to my friend Ashling, okay. who says justice for Hannah Burner. <laughs> I'm editing that out. <laughs> You're a fan of Hannah Burner, aren't you? I'm not, I don't know where I stand with Hannah Burner. Uh, we we can't get into that right now. Maybe we'll do a deep dive. <laughs> I, I knew that was gonna. Yeah, I could I could do another hour on Hannah Burner, but. I mean, listen, we're all Ashlyn. You're entitled to that opinion. Mm-hmm. I love Lindsay Hubbard, so I, I take blame for anything that comes with that. Mm-hmm. But overall, can't wait to see what happens this this summer. Season of Summer House. Season 7 coming up. Have we on everything? Like, is there anything else that we're missing out? I think we hit everything. Wow. More or less. I mean, it was a lot to unpack. It was a lot to unpack. This was fun. Yeah. Thank you for having loved, me. Thank you for joining. This was, I loved our first yeah. Bravo briefing on Don't At Me. First um, of many. First of many. Yeah. I mean, you're watching Housewives of Beverly Hills now. So yes. maybe we'll pop in with yes. that a I'm, few times this season. I'm ready for the Housewives. Um, Real Housewives of Dubai is coming up. And I don't want to speak too soon, but I might be having Real Housewives of, of Dubai on the podcast, which is very exciting. Shut up. yeah so i mean it hasn't been finalized yet but i'm working on it um but yeah um exciting stuff coming up for us Exc- next week oh yeah if anyone else is going i don't know when this this episode's coming out on monday to fill your you know usual summer house void but <sighs> tomorrow i guess me and i will be at the the lover boy launch party Heck for summer. Yeah. so me and carl drinking on mocktails <laughs> A mocktail for Carlito. Hopefully he falls in love with me and ditches Lindsay for me. Lindsay and I will be best friends at that party, so. Yeah, oh my god, if I meet her, it's I over. don't know what I'll do. Or are you going to say Kyle? Nothing. I'll be like, hi, I love this lover boy. I mean, I don't even know what to say. How's your dogs? If we do, yeah, how are the dogs? If we meet Lindsay, I'll, I'm sure she will be there as yeah. Carl's plus one. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to the season of Summer House. Everyone tune into Beverly Hills this year. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to be back with more episodes on that. And also, I'm sure there'll be more like regular Don't At Me episodes coming soon. Now that my usual co-hosts are done with school. Um, they'll be out on these, uh, <laughs> these nine to five hours like me. And oh, they'll be yeah. able to fit Don't At Me Welcome into their schedule the easier. But yeah, I do actually want to do a little bit of self-promotion and before this episode ends and beg everyone to listen to the most recent episode of Don't At Me on Angeline. This was, I've worked for weeks on this episode. I love it so much. It's a crazy story about a woman who started appearing on a bunch of billboards in LA. No one knew who she was. She looks like Barbie and like Pamela Anderson and Trisha Paytas all in one. But it's a crazy story about how no one knew who she was. It's filled with like money, possible UFO abductions, crazy stuff. And it features an interview with the real Angeline. So you're hearing... Her take on the rumors, what she thinks of Ange- of Emmy Rossum playing her in a new series, so much more. So go tune into that and follow Donat Me on Instagram at donatme.mp3. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow Mia on Instagram. Where can they find you? So 
social media? You can find me at Mia Toms and my kind of dormant blog, tough underscore girl underscore talk. It's coming back. Now. It's coming back. You know, we're just busy. We're hustling out here. <laughs> but I just wanted to say thank you to all the don't at me. The besties. The besties for having me on the pod and all the girls as well. Can't wait to hear you guys again. And thanks to my best friend, Michael, for taking me on this summer house journey it's been michael and i have been talking about summer house and these podcast and this podcast episode for months and i am so excited we finally did it and just thank you for having me of course maybe next season we'll do like frequent summer house episodes like maybe we'll do like every couple weeks or every episode but definitely thank you for joining me and find me on instagram at michael major but the owen majors is zero and um, can't wait to be back with more content. And I'm so excited about this episode and what's to come. So thank you for listening and don't at me.